0: So, welcome to this week's Nine Hertz podcast. Uh, that was, if you haven't recognised already, they've got a very distinctive sound. That's Bas Keloid, uh, and they've got a brand new album out um, called uh, "Family: The Smiling Thrush," and uh, yeah, that was the title track. Just amazing band, really. I mean, I I have to admit, I didn't get them first time round. Like I think herbie Enthusiasm came out in about 2016, and people loved it. I just I just couldn't get my head around it at all. And then Melted on the Inch just blew my head off. And um, I still listen to it now. And this feels like a continuation of that, um, possibly a bit more um, prog influenced. That They're getting a bit more deep with it, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've been the same. You know, I've never... It's not that I didn't get them. Um, it's more... I just it, it felt kind of slightly aside from, from my musical taste. And even, you know, and that was true up until hearing this album. Um, it's just but even then even less to those old you know the last couple of albums in particular I knew even though you know I knew I wasn't going to list to it much I knew there was something special about them um you know but they've got such a you know their own divergence from kind of so much you know generic doom in our scene and you know through the prog and through the kind of the soaring vocals and the technicality but you like I say you know you just you've got to kind of champion bands like this and I think kind of I wouldn't have ever said anything negative about them. Um, and then here they come along again, you know, out on Ripple music, which you know, like the kind of u s stoner label. and it just sounds massive. you know that this song in particular grabbed me straight away. I mean it sounds like it sounds like Torch and Prague and riff mm-hmm. and all, you know it's just like it's a big package of of that and it just feels like a special album and, and like a band at the kind of peak of their powers, you know and deserve that kind of wider attention which you know kind of a an american label you know hopefully will bring for them because they've they've got something they've got their own sound and their own kind of path with it uh you know and and they deserve that kind of credit you know for that alone
0: yeah definitely i mean they're world class as far as i'm concerned now they're they're just amazing and uh yeah i mean they, they sort of worked i think they've worked this unique sound out of themselves since the last album as well that metal on the inch has it's a really strange mix it's almost like a, a, a doom band combined with like a very technical prog band weaving melodies over over the brutal bits to me it's just brilliant really interesting weaving of styles really cool um so yeah if you want to hear this you can go to bosskelloid.bandcamp.com uh, it looks like they're doing several vinyl runs um on ripple as well which is a great label for them to be on if they want to do all that so yeah props to them really really impressed with that so yeah as ever it's nine tracks that we've picked out this week uh, from submissions or sort of scouring bandcamp for the best stuff that we can find really um this is a case in point for the next one um a band called gateway and yeah this is just it, this really drew me in pete uh, i
1: don't know about you to me, this is exactly how I want kind of Death Doom to sound. You know, it's kind of, it's just packed full of riffs. It's it's slimy. Um, and, you know, I, I list, we listened, sorry, I got this sent uh, on email um, and I was listening to it back then. It then came out on Bank Out Friday. Um, I, you know, bought it at the time. And I've just played it regularly since. It's that kind of sticky gurgly sound, you know, which kind of it, it coats your senses and and that's kind of like a strangely warming experience rather than like a repulsive off-putting thing. It, I I just kind of I got this shit away and, and just you know it's addictive.
0: Absolutely. Um really sort of um kind of claustrophobic it, it's like um leading yourself down a dark dark hole um I, I thought just the whole release was um, oppressive and yeah, sometimes what we're looking for on this podcast. So, yeah, really, really enjoyed this. Um have to say, um, someone reviewed it and and said uh, their jaw dropped and their codpiece imploded. So, um, <laughs> if, if that's not a reason to listen to this, I don't know what is. So, yeah, really cool stuff. Um, we can play the song Rack Crawler and uh, yeah, you can get this at Gateway Death Doom. So uh, when you sent this one through, Pete, uh, I think I'd already had listened to this already. So I Void Hangar Records keep putting out incredible music um, this year. And this is no exception, really. So uh, it's a duo called A Causal Intrusion. And uh, yeah, the album's called Nullitas. Just labyrinthine kind of stuff, isn't it? It's, you know, death metal in a sort of blackened style style. but yeah, it's deeply psychedelic. It's got a ranzi Pazuzu vibes to me. It, it's just very dark and, and, and enveloping. And yeah, I just thought it was very special. Um, I mean, there's not a lot else I can kind of say about it. I mean, it's just so, um, it, it's like opening the void. It, it's just yeah. brilliant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, funny enough, you kind of mentioned Ransi Pazuzu. To me, it, I kind of, not necessarily musically, but almost like as an experience, you know, list the band like when, when you first heard around the producer or Portal or, you know, the real kind of yeah. big name innovators. And like that absolute first time you heard it and like instantly you kind of just, you know, you, you're in something that's unsettling but completely original. That's kind of the same feeling I got when I heard this band, never heard of them before. Um, I, you know, we got this on a press release with the Aesop Trillium um, album, which we played quite a, a while ago because we played the pre release track. And so I've had this kind of there for, you know, like, um, you know, something I've been listening to kind of quite a while now. And it, it just still feels that strange. It feels, you know, I still kind of, you kind of just, sort of, uh, kind of odd setting with it when you even listen to it. And, you know, the, there's something in the, and I think it's in the press bio on the band campus, and there's kind of, it's, it's you can all, all you kind of track them in the comparisons to bands out there. Um, whilst they're still kind of, ex- you know, incredibly original and stand on their own, it, it mentions bands like Ulcerate, so, you know, and you can see that to kind of like almost that like doomy vastness to it, and Time Ghoul, so you've got this space and the death. You've got Gorguts, you know, obviously because of the kind of techie side and convulsing and then demolishing, and you can see all that. But then, you know, you're adding bands like, um, you know, the big names, as we mentioned, but then bands like, like Chthonic Cervix or Howls of Ebb, which, you know, we've played and reviewed in the past. Basically, these unhinged bands that creep around in the kind of border wastelands between, like, the black and death underworlds. I, I, I just I think it's, it's wonderful and original and weird i mean there's there's weirder tracks on here than the one i've chosen Um, yes (laughs) it was the nexus shapeshifters and it's just you know it's just bonkers and but it is brilliant the whole way through
0: yeah i think one of them has kind of said that their name is almost like the world beyond the veil kind of thing like beyond what we can comprehend and you know the sort of idea that there's something bigger than us out there and yeah, it's quite scary, really. And I think the, the cover of this as well really paints a picture of just how demented this sounds. <laughs> it's a great package, like, all, all together. So, yeah, if you want this, uh, head to Ivoid Records, Records and uh, and see what you think. But, uh, yeah, we're going to play the song Invocation's Apprehension. This next one uh, is quite an interesting one. So we've we've been talking off air about like AI and and sort of people creating music with really weird phasing shifts and stuff like that. And uh, this next one just came up on, on Bandcamp and the, the cover really struck me and I, I just read it and it, it's got very minimal descriptions. It seems to be a one person project and they've just called it Blackened Atmospheric Glitch and Grind in Phased Syncopation, which... Is exactly what you get. I mean, it, it's a, it's like a really sort of expansive set of tracks. They're all about fifteen to twenty minutes each, and it's it's almost like sugar put in a washing machine, and you know, cut up and with this almost like a fog over it as well. And it, I loved it. It's just like really atmospheric and really strange. It sounds natural and unnatural at the same time, which is an interesting mix, really. I guess in terms of timing, we, we were saying also that Duke Guy is, is a good example of how strange timing can work. And I think when it's this complex and strange, it, it, it somehow you have to kind of allow for this weird timing to kind of wash over you. And then it, it kind of just clicks um, at some points. Um, also reminds me of the Flower-Corsano duo who, who did a load of gigs about 10 years ago, where it's uh, the drummer from uh, Bjork's band um playing like in improvised jazz uh with a sort of guy playing a an indian sitar slidey thing and it just kind of sometimes it just locked in and it just worked um what did you make of this because it it obviously is really strange but i I found Mm. it really interesting
1: yeah there's bits and you know i was listening to this on kind of monday morning and you know and i thought you know like you know, while I was working, I thought, what the hell would my colleagues think of, you know, like if they could hear what I was listening <laughs> to now I was working? And actually, you know, what, at points, you know, I was thinking, what the hell am I listening to? But others, I, you know, but generally, you kind of get that experiment. You get you get what's going on. And it, it you know, like, you know, we mentioned Jude Kite and, and similar type things. It, it feels more like an art exhibition than uh, than like traditional listening to music, you know, for, for fun as it were so, but uh, you know all credit to him and in the fact that these kind of you know long songs or long tracks um i, I didn't kind of just you know i didn't i wasn't there hoping to press you know press you know skip or, or end you know so i was happy to sit and kind of absorb that all uh, i mean you know despite the fact that you know it sounds like it sounds like being in a you know heavy machinery production line that's gone berserk and you kind of just in the you know you're stuck <laughs> in that factory with it at bits but yeah it's, it's 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 a real kind of interesting experience i guess
0: yeah i think we're just going to play like a a bit of an excerpt from this but if you want to listen to the whole thing it's about an hour long um yeah so the record's called hyperflux and you can get it at airlocknoise.bandcamp.com uh, and we're going to play the song third position initiated <coughs> so this next track's uh, by a band called uh, the cult of dom keller and it's on a a, a record label called fuzz club records I, i've not heard of them but um i don't know if they're quite new uh, as a label
1: uh, yeah i think so like a, a couple of years uh, after, you know they've the obviously jumping into kind of the great uh, scene that's here in the uk at the moment but yeah they've the, they've started off like you know like a house on fire they've put out so, so many good stuff already but I don't think they have been around too long
0: yeah really cool stuff um so yeah this band um I don't know how to describe it it's just so uh, the vocals are amazing like really um not unusual but like uh unique for the genre
1: I guess um how did you come across this one I think we got sensitive review but I'm, you know where the band who I think they, they've put out releases on the great cardinal Fuzz label um and you know, the, the whole thing with psych is you know particularly from our typically heavier you know mindset and, and kind of the psych we'll listen to is the heavier psych stuff and you know it's not that we're we're against this but that's just more the type of thing we, we you know that we come across um i I'd listen to them I've always enjoyed them never kind of list them loads and then I list you know I, I put this on and it was just kind of um the whole album's magical it feels you know a bit like we're saying with the last song where you know like how, how you experience work um music when in in work or you know like sat in your setting thing this is a rainy kind of uh it was last weekend it was you know rainy English weekend you know which should be summer and it you know and like with the best of psych music it, it's transporting you know like to to another place to another time you know then you know th- this isn't a band you know like a exotic band but the music just feels like mystical and exotic and um and that kind of light deafness they've got and the fuzzy glow and still a bit of, you know still a bit room for a bit of you know weight in the kind of in the in the guitars it just it, it feels to me just original you know a lot of psych is is good but you kind of heard you know along the same themes it's just felt yeah. like it was, it was adding something fresh and um and their own distinction to it and uh, yeah like i say the whole album just um just a beautiful piece of work
0: yeah i think like you say with psychic it, it can be a lot of the same i mean it's a great genre and it, it you know it's great music to put on to flow to O2, but yeah sometimes it can get a little bit repetitive um compilations in particular you, you kind of have to check which band it is playing sometimes um it, there's de- there's definitely a sound and there's definitely a set of pedals that you hear all the time so to hear something quite original like this like you say is is great and they're quite mysterious as well i guess yeah i, I really enjoyed this so uh we're going to play the first track from this it's called run from the gold skinner and you can get this at fuzzclub.bandcamp.com so this next one um i to pick it kind of partly because it's uh, a simpsons reference but um yeah this is i thought this was brilliant as well um so a band called dr colossus who have basically got like an entire gimmick based on the simpsons um i think the only other band i can think of is there's like ned flanders hardcore band out there as Uh, well that's it yeah Yeah. okayly dokely yeah um and I think there's probably loads of bands that reference The Simpsons and Grindcore, but, you know, um, it's quite nice to see uh, a series that's been going, like, what, 30 years or something like that, um, just still inspiring people to make music like, based on it. Um, so, yeah, um, ha- this really caught my eye because um, basically it takes off the Dope Smoker um, Jerusalem cover um, with characters from The Simpsons on the front, which... Yeah, I thought it was brilliant, but the music is fantastic as well. I thought I'll give it a chance. Turns out they're brilliant. Um, from Melbourne, Australia, and uh, yeah, it's it's not quite um, sleep rip off. Um, it, it's kind of got a little bit of high on fire in there, I guess, a little bit of torch, maybe. Um, hmm. what were your kind of uh, first thoughts on this one, Pete? Uh, yeah,
1: the Red Fang was the one I thought that's the kind yeah, of you know, yeah. like that upfront, bold bravado of, of that, and you know, and for all the I suppose they they can't mind, you know. So you know, for all the kind of people are going to focus on the thing. Well, you know that they've only got themselves to blame if they were there. So I'm sure they can't mind about it. And I like it, you know. Like you say, I like the fact that you know musically, you know, it's good. It's you know, it's up my street. And then you've got all you know the fact that it's obscure references. I mean, to be fair, you know, like anybody of any generation, you know, who's our age and younger and older is going to get where this is coming from but i, I like how obscure the references have, have got you know from yeah and, and you know i've do, have, we've had to kind of uh, you're kind of a, a simpsons fanatic is that fair i think um, I am yeah. yeah yeah so i've, I've had to, you know you've had to explain where most of these come from i think i can pick out one of the songs um in terms of the reference so you know that's that's dedication, and that's kind of you know a knowing nod to you know to Simpsons fans. Like not only can you know this is you know this doom record, but can you get all you know seven tracks, and can you work out where they all from? Yeah, there's there's one or two that I
0: I even don't get, and uh, yeah, oh, so God. they're real fans, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't get pick a Bar. Uh, I don't I don't quite get Hummingbird of Bengal, but I I think I might have an idea of what that is but yeah that yeah very sort of um in jokey sort of, of band and uh i love the fact that the uh vinyl version is um uh sort of red and they've called it a flaming uh, flaming mo variant um <laughs> brilliant stuff so um we're gonna play the opening track sex cauldron <laughs> and uh yeah i won't i won't read out the um uh the, the album title go and go and look for yourself because it's brilliant um you can get this at dr colossus the band dot Yeah, So, this next band uh, it's a demo by a band called Discult uh, from Gothenburg in Sweden. Yeah, to me, it's got kind of um, frenetic Swedish hardcore like you'd expect uh, from that name and, and from the aesthetic and everything. But it's got something else about it, something uncanny about it as well, hasn't it? I mean, it, it reminds me of uh, that band Paranoid. I don't know if you did you yeah. see those when they came to yeah, Sheffield a few years ago? Yeah. Yeah, it's got those vibes going on. Um, but yeah, I love this. Really cool mm-hmm. stuff.
1: Yeah, you know, and obviously it's crusty and it's doomy and and it, but it's got it's full of character. You know, it. It's, I just instantly, you know, kind of love this. And yeah, it's, and it's got that kind of ferocious black and hardcore almost as well. The bands like say Dark Circles as well. So just a complete rush. And I, I found this just you know by looking around on Bandcamp and. I, I was, I was coming to, I was wondering about this, whether, you know, like you list to these albums after album, if you kind of, if you do troll, you know, and you go on these kind of never ending journeys down Bank clicking links. And I thought, actually, am I wasting my time? Because the one, the, the gems will surface up to me anyway, whether through emails or through friend suggestions or, or whatever. And, you know, I, I did start to wonder whether I was just kind of wasting my time, listening to kind of these obscure or, or just bad releases all the time. And then, Whenever I kind of think that something like this comes along, and I just click the link, and I think this is why you do it because you get that absolute thrill. You know, it's, it's gold, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it kind of has had me instantly smiling and got me adrenaline pumping. And you know, I was just instantly in love with this release, so you know, I, I think it's just, it is just kind of brilliant, you know, crust metal. And it's I, so you know, I, I, anybody who's into that will kind of love this straight away.
0: Absolutely, I could, I can absolutely see these tearing up the cricketer's arms in about two thousand and six or something as well. Just <laughs> yeah. on some tour, like in front of twenty people on a Thursday night or something. Brilliant. Um, I guess that what you've just described is is like the modern equivalent of crate digging. Um, you know, online. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, there's so much crap. I mean, Bandcamp's amazing, but because you, it's got no um, kind of filter, it's just like a load of everything, isn't it? And you know, you can put any label on anything you want. Um, and yeah you end up with this um, quality control mess but among among the mess is gold like this so yeah it, just love this, app. particularly the vocals stood out to me on this one just really not yeah. of the genre um, which, which makes them just that more interesting so yeah we're going to play the song Dispossessed and uh, you can get this at discult.bandcamp.com <laughs> So next up we've got uh, a song from a band we played um last year uh called thra from phoenix arizona and yeah this new song clairvoyant it takes nearly 12 minutes and it's just it, it twists and turns but it's it's got that kind of spirit uh that we sort of noticed last year and yes yeah, it's just great stuff isn't it um really mm. accomplished and yeah just like really impressive
1: yeah you know, it's, we both, I think, had this on our list to, to choose this week. And, the you know, then you look at the, like the bandcamp camp tags, as you've seen them now, it's, it says death, doom, sludge and ant worship. Um, so this is going to fall apart, you know, this is going to be, it's no surprise that this is, a you know, a double choice for us this week. And it's, you know, it, it just kind of, it delivers all of that. And it's, you know, it's appetising, you know, collection of of all the best bits of those things and and then delivers them as you hope like it's grimy it's full of these kind of meaty riffs it's you know that doom that leans towards the death end but still kind of you know properly in the doom camp i, I just kind of i like this you know and I, I like the fact that also just as an aside almost it, they've put out they, they seem to put like two track. EPs, releases, whatever you want to call them, frequently. Um, so this band, you know, this is a band cropping up regularly. And I like that. I much prefer that than kind of, you know, a fourteen-track album every three years. So a band, I'm happy that we're playing again because you know it's just really good music. Yeah, it's it's just it kind of
0: ticks a lot of boxes for us, I think. And yeah, I, I think the fact that we both went for it is uh, says a lot, really. Um, So yeah, if you want to hear this, you can go to thra.bandcamp.com, and as we say, we're going to play the song Clairvoyant. So we're going to close this week's podcast with the amazing Nadja and we're just kind of delving into their back catalogue kind of their duo that have been going for ages I think since about 2005 and we just thought they've got 69 albums which is insane so they've been on every single label we could possibly conceive in the underground um done loads of splits with various people um they've released like. Uh, mini, mini sort of like splits and EPs are all over the place. I dread I to think how how many releases altogether. I think it was over 90 on Discogs, so, but there's probably more variants out there as well. For the uninitiated, I guess, um, you're looking towards kind of like the drone and soundscape, uh, thing initially, but uh, they've signed to them Lord for this ne- uh, latest record called Luminous Rot, and yeah, they've, they've kind of made a conscious effort, I think, to sound a bit more kind of guitar based and a bit more. Have been influenced by shoegaze music on this one. Did you see the um Roadburn performance they did this year Pete?
1: No, I missed
0: it. Was it good? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, they, it was basically guitar based. It was um a little bit of um droney sort of atmosphere under it, but uh, a lot of kind of feedback and phased kind of um riffs under under the noise. Um I've always wanted to see him live and well them live and it's um it, it's always eluded me, so uh, one day yeah, I yeah. think uh, Aidan yeah. Baker might have been playing Supersonic one year when I went,
1: but I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't see that. that. Sounds sounds all right. But yeah, the, and funny enough, I, I, we bookended ended this whole podcast with, with two bands I've, I've I've always had a lot of respect for, but never never really uh, got, or, not that I haven't got, but I haven't felt you know, within my realm. And with Nadja in particular, I always thought it was a bit too arty for my taste, as it were. And I don't mean that um, as a, you know, as anything bad just you know my around my taste you know this felt different immediately and maybe you know maybe I've changed maybe I've grown up a bit um but it's it like you say it it does have kind of more of a guitar element to it and then it's it brings in kind of it it becomes almost psychedelic and it's that kind of you know through the repetition and we we, we say that a lot you know just kind of almost lulling you into something and then adding the kind of ghostly vocals and that jarring almost you know like industrial toned guitars and it's it's like a warped trip and i really you know locked into that on this on the whole album but particularly this song
0: yeah definitely i mean it reminds me slightly of um an album for about got about 2006 or 7 um by the band growing i don't know if you remember those just about yeah yeah they've got an album called the soul of the rainbow and it's um it's very much in this vein it's like let's strip back guitars to their most bass form and, and sort of create something quite ethereal and, and strange from it. Um, but I think, like you say, this has got a little bit more to it in terms of, like the like you say, the vocals are, are amazing on this. And I think they've been doing it for that long that they just know exactly how to manipulate the the listener. And uh, yeah, this is a great piece of experimentation, really. Um, it's, it's a lot more accessible than a lot of um, their output um, I think sometimes you, you are kind of not like the, the the word arty doesn't really do it justice, but like the uh-huh. the sort of more esoteric and the more challenging listening um, of their back catalogue, um, this doesn't have a lot in common with it. So yeah, I, I thought this was great, and I, I can't wait to um, hear the rest of it. I think I've I've just had time to listen to a few this week, but um, yeah, really really impressed by this. So the album's called Luminous Rot, and we're going to play the song Fruiting Bodies.